Coming up, could Jimmy Kimmel Live be coming to an end? We've also got an update on some other new originals coming soon, but before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Hi, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com, a quick Disney Plus news roundup. Let's start off talking first off about Jimmy Kimmel Live. Um, it's been running now for well over 20 years and happens every single weeknight in the US, uh, airing on ABC, and new episodes are available the following day on Hulu and also on Hulu on Disney Plus. Um, but it looks like things could be coming to an end because during a recent interview with the LA Times to promote him uh, pr uh, going to be presenting the upcoming Oscars, he was asked about the idea of leaving the show. He went on to say, I think this is my final contract. I hate to say it because everyone's laughing at me now each time I think that and then it turns out not to be the case. I still have a little more than two years left on my contract and that seems pretty good. That seems like enough. Now this isn't the first time he's spoken about coming to an end. He's talked about it during um, the strikes, etc. And I think after, you know, 20 plus years of running a show, you can imagine you get to a point where you may want to try doing something else. You know, maybe, you know, I don't think he wants to go into stand-up because that's one thing that he did say that as well he doesn't necessarily want to go into. But he, he misses it when he's not doing it, like when the strikes are on or when the holidays and stuff. But I think this is kind of an interesting thing because does a talk show have a place in the modern world of streaming? Because it's very much based on the linear model and kind of continuing just churning out the stuff. You know, you have um, different people dropping on every single night to promote the latest show or movie or uh, music. It's kind of funny, here in the UK, we tend to only get our chat shows once a week for a like a, a season. They, they don't run every night. They've tried it, it just never seems to work. Um, so it's a, that's why when we have shows like the Graham Norton show and they used to have Chatty Man, which I used to like, um, they tend to get all the big stars in because it's very rare that you, you know you have they kind of can get the best ones. Um, but in the US, you have got loads of them. And I'll be honest, I do tend to watch most of the highlights on YouTube the following morning. I don't watch the full show. For some reason, Jimmy Kimmel Live isn't put out on Disney Plus here in the UK. Um, I think it should be. But yeah, so I'll tend to catch up like with Jimmy Kimmel and a couple of the other ones um, the following day on YouTube and just kind of pick out the bamers. Usually it's their monologue. The interviews I couldn't care less about. But... Yeah, and I think that kind of symbolizes the big problem. Um, more people are watching it on YouTube, but unfortunately it doesn't make as much money doing it through that. Um, Kim spoke about that as well, about the fact of, you know, they're not making as much money as they used to. And it's all about um, trying, trying to get exposure. Recently, John Oliver spoke about the fact that Warner Brothers have made a decision to kind of put their episodes out on YouTube way after they've been aired on Max because they're trying to get people to go to it. Um, so this kind of thing with Jimmy Kimmel, it could be a way of them doing some negotiations out in the open, kind of saying, look, I'm willing to go. Are you willing to meet me in the middle and come up with a deal? Or maybe ABC have kind of gone, look, well, you're just, this is just not affordable anymore. We want to knock off that hour off the slot. Not as many people are watching it. It's not working so much. And I kind of feel like, you know, in the 20 plus years since these shows kind of, um, kind of got created, the gap has been filled in by YouTube and like all these other things and it's just not the same and I don't think they need it anymore. It's an expensive show. I mean I watch it uh, you know, each morning and kind of think like, with them having you know the big band and they have this big set and they have it's like it's just so maybe just unnecessary now of what they do and it's so sort of set in it. So whether or not it does come to an end and um, they might do an extension um, but I think it's the overall question right now of, I know like James Corden has come to an end. Um, yeah, is this whole genre just coming to the point where they just can't continue to do it? I'd love to know your thoughts. Do you still watch talk shows? Do you think they're even gonna work in a streaming only era? 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below. Let's now talk about a brand new comedy series which is coming from 20th Television called Chad Power. So this brand new series is being co-created and executive produced by Glenn Powell and Michael Waldron and it is based on a skit from the Eli's Places series that you can find on ESPN Plus. And it's all about what happens when a bad behaviour nuke hotshot quarterback of Russ Holiday's college career is over and he disguises himself and walks in as a struggling southern football team as the talented Chad Powers. It's going to be coming to Hulu in the United States. Don't yet know. This one's going to be coming to Hulu in the United States. Don't yet know if it's going to be coming as well to Disney Plus around the world. Um, maybe so. It's always a little bit iffy with the ESPN Plus, but I hope they do put it out there. Um, if, if it's a comedy series, it should hopefully kind of um, tick into some boxes and get some people to watch it. Um, kind of maybe, you know, maybe this will work. I don't know. I mean, Tad, Ted Lasso's done very well. There's a lot of interest in a number of NFL documentaries and stuff. So maybe this comedy series will work. Didn't really get it myself, but nevertheless, are you excited about Chad Powers? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below. So last week, Disney... So last week, Disney released a brand new trailer for the upcoming X-Men 97 series, which is coming to Disney Plus on March the 20th. We'll be getting new weekly episodes after that. So this trailer apparently did very, very well, because according to a recent article from The Hollywood Reporter, the uh, trailer actually was able to break internal records for an animated series. Now, I think it's important to note with this that it's an internal record, and this is not necessarily just representing that one trailer on YouTube, which has got you know plenty of millions of views. This will go across all the different social medias, all the different accounts that share it, and it's obviously done very well. It's also worth noting that this is the animated series, so it's comparing to like Ahsoka and also like the Bad Batch, etc., like that, which is good. It's nice to see them doing this, but obviously it doesn't mean that just because you watch the trailer it means that people are going to be watching it. Um, I enjoyed the original 90 series, so I'm looking forward to jumping back in. Um, I think this and Bad Batch pretty could kind of line up dropping them both at the same time. Not necessarily going to fill in the void from having like no live action stuff but for us Marvel and Star Wars fans that really like you know anything and will devour anything like this I think this is going to be a good release for us. Looking forward to it. But let us know, are you excited about X-Men 97? Love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below. In our question of the day, which comes from Brendan, who says, I can't say I'm surprised about the limited releases for March 2024. Disney is definitely cutting back for sure. If that wasn't clear before, it's very much clear to me now. Now, I thought this was a very interesting comment and something I did want to bring up because um, in the last couple of days, we've also had the UK and the Canada lists and we're definitely seeing a general slowdown in the amount of originals that are being released across Disney Plus globally. And it's not just on Disney Plus, it's also on Hulu. Though Hulu still gets a lot more in the US than um, Disney Plus. There's, there's definitely been a big swing um, where Hulu still seems to be getting a lot of this stuff. Disney Plus has just lost a lot. Um, obviously now with them kind of merging in together we are seeing um, a lot more content dropping onto Disney Plus. When, he, when I go through every single day and I'm looking at what's new on Disney Plus, you know, the US list now is massive. But if you look at it, most of it is Hulu. And so I'm hoping when they merge it all in together it will make a little bit more sense. The advertising and the marketing, they still haven't even, I mean, let's be honest. If the Hulu on Disney Plus thing right now, you could, they have made no mention of it. There is no, they don't mention it in their press releases, they don't do it in any other. I know it's in beta, and it doesn't launch officially until March, but they really have just kind of gone, it's there, don't talk about it. And it is odd, but this is the key thing of, Disney Plus doesn't need as much original content when you've got all the Hulu content as well coming in. Now looking at, for example, like what's coming up, 
on Disney Plus in the UK and in Canada in March. We're getting some big shows. Now, obviously, we're getting like Shogun, we're getting Extraordinary. Here in the UK and in Australia, we're getting like Grey's Anatomy in Station 19. We're getting a new film, Next Go Wins. You know, we're getting that kind of content. So when you put in like Grey's Anatomy, which is the most watched show on Disney Plus around the world and one of the most watched shows in general in the US, that is a big title. That You can't take that away from the fact that Grey's Anatomy is huge. But when you see them starting to combine in together, you really then see that Disney Plus originals just aren't needed in the same way when you look at the overall picture. When you start throwing in some National Geographic stuff and some Disney Channel stuff and some FX stuff, you can see that you are getting a nice buffet of content to watch. But in the US, unfortunately, the list that goes out is still very barren because I would say 80% of it is still going to the big green monster, even though that does slide into Disney Plus. People aren't seeing it the same way. People aren't connecting the issue, can't connecting it. Hopefully things will change, but yeah, without a doubt, Disney Plus originals are really lacking. We are getting a lot less. Now we're still generally, I would say, getting about one a week, which is fine. Um, but the quality of them, you can really see how like Disney's like, you know, like we're getting like the uh, the excellent Shogun that's going to be dropping weekly. That is, how is that going to be a major show that we're going to be getting for two months? And obviously internationally, we're getting that on Disney Plus. US, it's a Hulu, Hulu on Disney Plus thing. But I think this is the thing of what we're at that weird point. I think we're in this like weird little bubble where the uh, hopefully at some point the Hulu side will get sorted. I've been saying it for years and it kind of, we're in this like little weird bit where, you know, like between, we're in that beta mode where it just it seems really weird. I can sort of say like Shogun's coming to Disney Plus on Tuesday in the US, but because it's like locked behind the Hulu side of things, not everyone's still connecting the dots and all the rest of it. But yeah, the, the Disney Plus side is not looking so good. And then when you look at like, I mean, I'll be honest, if I was looking at the two right now, I would be, I'm much more like to watch much more stuff on Hulu than I am on Disney Plus. But when you combine the two together in the bundle, that's why you get a big thing. You know, I look at like the UK list for March and there's like, oh, you know, I'll be watching Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, Shogun, Extraordinary, Renegade Now. You've also got um, Next Go Wins and then you've got uh, Taylor Swift. And then there's other stuff dropping in there as well. There's new anime and stuff and Korean dramas. But yeah, that's enough. That's fine. You know, because like as far as I'm like with Apple TV, if I get one or two series a month, I'm happy with that. So yeah, I definitely feel like when you combine it all, we are real still getting it. But there's a general Disney Plus, you can see that they have drastically cut back. And I don't think that's a bad thing, because let's be honest, some of the originals that they were putting out in 2020, 2021, they were a lot of them were bad. A lot of them weren't very good. And they've just realized that, that mark that's just they were just throwing money down the drain. And Hopefully at some point I can sort this stuff out. But nevertheless, I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of this in the comments below. If you've got a question for Monday, let us know. If you're a Patreon or a YouTube channel member, look out for the post later today uh, for questions for Sunday's Q&A, which everyone can watch anyway. But on that note, guys, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. See you guys soon. Later.